Well, the compromise Mr. Race hoped to effect between the newlyweds, Jane's niece Betty and her husband Carl Neff, didn't work out. Carl left the conference in a huff. After offering to let Betty keep the mink coat, but refusing to move in with his wealthy uncle, she offered to give up the coat, but insisted on moving in with the uncle. Our scene now is the Aces bungalow just after Carl walked out. Betty went to her room for a cry. And now we find Marge and Mr. Race alone in the living room. Listen. Well, I give up. I don't know what to do about those kids. If old man Neff ever finds out that I knew about this quarrel and didn't tell him I'm crook, he'll break up our partnership for sure. And does seem hopeless, doesn't it? If they both weren't so stubborn. I thought tonight it'd get over with. It seems it started out as if they were both tired of the whole thing. Well, they both look lonesome mm. enough, I can tell you that. Carl looks positively woebegone. Yes, he certainly looked woebegone, the way he stamped out of here when Betty insisted on moving in with Mr. Nath. Well, he was mad. It was a shock to his pride to have his wife want to live in his uncle's mansion rather than in an apartment Carl can afford. Well, if you ask me, I think he's being childish, refusing to live in that home. What difference does it make? Well, when you get right down to it, what difference does it make if Mr. Neff wanted to make her a present of a mink coat? Yes, that's just as silly an argument as the other. And if you ask me, I think Carl's making a fool out of himself. Oh, hello, everybody. <laughs> where are you going with that mink coat? Nowhere. I'm just wearing it. Betty said I could. Oh. Where are you going to rob the house? I was just trying it on. Don't I look stunned in it? Oh, yes, you certainly. Take it off, will you, Jane? Why? Betty says she doesn't want it. She said she never wants to see it again. So I said, what are you going to do with it? She said she didn't care what she did with it. I said, are you going to sell it? And she said, if I can find somebody to buy it, I'll certainly sell it. Oh, she's just mad, that's all. She'll get over it. You know how much it costs? She just told Listen, me. Listen, I don't care how much it costs. Will you take it off, please? It costs $2,500. Oh. Boy, that's a young fortune, isn't it, though? Uh, here. What? Um... How's business? Business? Yes, uh, how are things? Look, Jane, I've got a lot on my mind, and you'll do me a large favor if you don't heckle me. I didn't heck. I just asked you how business was. Was is right. I don't know how business is. I've been so worried about the Mr. Neff's going to find out about Betty and Carl and stop what little business I'm doing that I haven't paid much attention to it. Oh, bad, huh? Yes, it's bad. Oh. Well, uh... How would you like to make $500? What, sir? $500? What are you talking about? I know how you can make $500. Oh, what is this? What do you mean, Dad? Well, here's the proposition. This coat costs $2,500. Betty says she'll sell it for $2,000. That leaves $500 profit. Oh, isn't that all? Well, it does. I figured it out. Look, subtract $2,000 from $2,500 or from all... Will you take off that coat? But look how I look in it. Look how soft it is. And it fits me like a glove on the wall. I never dreamed Betty and I are the same size, but we are. I'll bet she doesn't weigh a hundred pounds ringing bells. <laughs> well, will you take off that coat? And look at this lovely lining. See? Oh. Uh, these initials are the only things wrong. B.N. Uh, Betty Neff. But I figured out that even that's not so bad. I can say the coat was given to me by my niece. B.N. By me. See? <laughs> will you take off that coat? It comes out just right. How about it, dear? Will you take off that coat? And wrap it up? 
No, put it away without buying fur coats. Oh, I knew you'd say that. Well, then why bother asking me? Because it's such a bargain. Only $2,000. That's nothing. Not for this coat. Look, Jane, can't you see I've got enough trouble as it is? I can't afford $2,000 coats, and that's final. Oh, tightrope. Tightrope? That's all you are. A paltry $2,000 for a coat like this. I can't afford it. Well, I'll cut down on other things, dear. You can take $5 a week off my allowance, and we won't have dessert for dinner. Well, that's a fine cutting down, I'll isn't do anything. Oh. This is a chance of a lifetime. A girl's only young once in a while. I've always dreamed of a coat like this, but I never thought we could get such a bargain. We can't afford it. I thought you were the one that's always saying something about a wife taking the bitter with the better. Yes, I do. And when it's bitter cold, I better have something warm to wear. Well, what about the coat you have? Didn't I spend over $600? Now, you two don't sound ridiculous. You're doing the same thing these two newlyweds do. Well, if she thinks well, I... If they could only hear you two, they'd realize how childish they are, quarreling up. A... Say, wait a minute. Is that an idea? What? If you and Jane were to start an argument in front of them about this mink coat... Say, wait a minute. I think I've got something. It might work at that. Will you do it? Do what? You and Jane stage a really serious argument about this coat in front of Carl and Betty. They're intelligent enough to see how ridiculous it is. And it'll probably solve the whole thing. Oh, I see what you mean. Maybe it would at that. Uh, Jane. Oh, what? Oh, stop admiring yourself for a minute. Listen to this. Did you hear what Marge just said? Listen, she... Jane, we can get Carl and Betty to make up if you go through with this. All you have to do is argue about your husband buying you this coat. Oh, I just did. What good did it do? Oh, that's not the point. We want Carl and Betty to see how silly it is. If they do, they'll realize what a mistake they're making and forget the whole thing. Will you do it? She'll do it. Do you understand, Jane? You mean I should say I want the coat and he should say I can't have it? That's it. Well, that'll be easy for me. And it won't be hard for me. But you both got to make it sound convincing. Really put it on. Make it sound as if you really mean it. I do mean it. I do want it. And I mean my part, well, too. Will you do it, Jane? Oh, well, if it'll help make up, that's fine. Now, do you know what to say? I'll say I want this mink coat. That's it, Jane, and I'll say you can't have it. I'll say you'll take the kind of a coat I can afford, and if you don't like that, you can't have any. Well, now, wait a minute. That's going a little too far, isn't it, dear? No, no. I'm only putting it on for them. Well, just so you don't go too far. Then you say, if I don't let you have the coat, you'll leave me. Leave you? Yes. Now, that is going too no, far. No, that's fine. That's what they did. But I wouldn't leave him. All right, then, Jane. Then I'll leave you. You would? No, I would. But I'll say I will. And if I have to, I will. No, I think that's going too far. No, it isn't. It's well, anything to bring those two together. If they can be made to realize how foolish this argument is, they'll be together again in no time. When we do this? Well, I'll call Betty out now if you want me no, to. No, no, wait a minute. We'd we better wait till we get them both together. I'll call Carl in the morning and arrange to have him here so that when... Oh, uh, somebody at the door. I'll go there. Yeah, I think this is going to work out fine, well, Mark. Worth a try, anyhow. Sure it is. Now, Carl, come in. What? Oh, Carl. Now's our chance. I've been walking around the block thinking things over. Well, <laughs> come in. You're just in time. We were planning something for uh, you Jane, and... will you please keep... Well, your... hello, Carl. I'm glad to see you back. I've been walking around the block thinking things out. I have one last proposition to make. She can take it or leave it. Shall I call Betty, dear? Yes, hurry, Jane. Uh, don't go away, Carl. Wait till you hear what we uh, say. Just, just call Betty, will you? Betty, come in here a minute. 
Sit down, Carl. You look tired. Who has a better right to? I am tired. I'm sick and tired of this whole argument. Shut up, boy. I knew you'd see it in the right line. I have one last proposition to make, and if that isn't... What is it, Aunt Jane? Did you call... Oh. Uh, come in, Betty. Betty, I... I have a proposition to make. This is the land. Take it or leave it. Now, take it easy, Carl. Uh, dear, I'd like to have this mink coat. Uh, all right, Jane, later. Uh, oh, uh, all right? You mean I can really have it? Uh, no. you just hold your horses? That's hear what Carl has to but say. But he said all right. He wasn't... I isn't that. Uh, what do you want to say, Carl? What's the proposition? Well, here it is. I'll give in a little more. I'll agree that we move into our uncle's home. Carl, you're all right. But... But what? But it's only for a couple of months. A couple of months? Yes, two months, no more. You say you're thinking of my uncle's happiness. You say you think he'll be lonesome without us. All right, I'll compromise with you. I'll let you have two months of it. At the end of that time, we move out and take an apartment, the kind I can afford. And that's my final offer. Well, Betty, I think that's perfectly fair. So do I. Certainly is. How about you, Jane? What do you say? Oh, uh, dear, I'd like to have this name. No, we're talking about this idea of car. Sure, she thinks it's fair, too. Now, how about you, Betty? Well, all right on one condition. What's that? That the apartment we take at the end of two months will be close to downtown somewhere so I can walk to and from work. Work? Who's going to work? Well, I am. You're going to work? My wife? Oh, oh. Amazing. <laughs> I'm taking my old job back with my uncle. Who gave you that idea? I never had any other idea. Well, that's news to me. My wife working? I never heard of that. There seem to be a lot of things you never heard about. Yeah, it's like you're buying that mink coat for $2,500. Well, this is where I came in. I give up. Jane, get going. Oh, now, I'm going to buy this mink coat from Betty Carl. Well, if your husband can afford it, I don't blame you. I can't afford any mink coats, and you're not buying it. Oh, yes, I am. Well, we'll see about that. I can't afford it, and you're not going to have it. Oh, you men stick together, don't you? Sure we do. We let you women have your way, you'd be the ruination of it. Oh, yes? Take off that coat, Jane. I will not. Don't you do it, Aunt Jane. Betty, you stay out of this. Don't let her get away with that, Mr. I won't, Carl. Don't worry. Are you taking off that coat and giving it back to Betty? No. I don't want well, she's not going to have it. I'm going to buy it from Betty. All right, if that's the way you feel about it, you can have your choice. That mink coat or me. Well, a mink coat's warmer. Oh, I see. Is that your choice? Think carefully. Either you give up the mink coat or I'll... Well, I'll leave here. Oh, now, Mr. H, maybe that's a little too No, 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 Carl. I mean it. Jane, make up your mind. I'll take the coat. Oh, now, wait a minute, Aunt Jane. No, my mind's made up. All right, so is mine. Come on, Carl. Oh, but Mr. Ace, I didn't mean to. Uh, Come on, Carl. We know how we stand. Let's go. But where? I don't care. I'll go where you've been going. Come on. Here's my coat. I'll show her. All right, you go ahead, then. I will. Goodbye. But, Mr. Ace, maybe you ought to think this over. Oh, Mr. Ace, where are you going? I don't know. I don't care. To the end of the world. I knew he'd go too far. <laughs> Well, the plan seems to have worked a little anyhow, judging by Carl's and Betty's concern. Just what effect it has on them and their quarrel, we learn when next we meet the Easy Aces.